Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Malcolm Teasdale, who is the host of the Travel Addict podcast. Malcolm, how are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you, Timothy. Thanks for inviting me on your show. Of course. Thanks for coming on. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you do for fun, that'd be great. Okay. Well, I don't know where to start, Timothy, um, or how long we got. No, I'm in, I live in Destin, uh, Florida. As you can tell, I have an accent because I was born and raised in Coventry, England. And uh, I've been living half my life in the United States now. So obviously I speak like an American. Yeah, I know you're going to laugh at that. Um, <laughs> but all my life I was in the technology industry. Um, but I started a company back in the, uh, the 1990s. Um, and we became successful. And I had to travel a lot for business, but we ultimately sold out to a major corporation. And uh, that's exactly what we did back in 2013. So after that, I wonder what the heck I was going to do. So um, I started traveling, going to more off the beaten track places in the world to learn how the rest of the world works, which I thoroughly enjoyed doing. Because on business, you tend to go to the major cities and the, the business hubs. And it's all educational, of course. And I started going to strange places. Well, that's what people have called it before. And I also do lecturing on cruise ships for various cruise lines, just uh, enrichment talks about foreign cultures, business, um, destinations around the world. So that's basically what I do right now. In fact, I'm on a cruise ship next week, to be honest with you. So uh, life is ticking along here. All is good. I'm happy. That's the main thing. And I'm still alive. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. So you do a lot of traveling for fun. Yes, indeed. Right now, you mainly host that podcast, travel, and then you also do some uh, public speaking for some cruise ships. Exactly, yeah. Uh-huh. Gotcha. So I've got my hands full, and I get home occasionally, fix stuff, and then uh, on the road again. Yeah, that's it. There we go. I love it. Well, tell, tell us a little bit about your motivation. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? Um, I've always got to have something to look forward to. Okay. And it, it could be doing something constructive. It could be planning to go somewhere or having a project upcoming. So having something to look forward to is very important for me. And I can't just sit back and do nothing. Even if I go out in the backyard and start to doing work around the backyard, well, that's not always something to look forward to. Um, but typically if it involves travel or Doing the podcast has helped a lot. I only started doing that because of the pandemic, uh, but it's delightful to know that uh, I can speak with people out there who um, have beautiful travel-related stories, and we talk about places far off the beaten track, and it's all educational. So I learn a little bit every day. So, yeah, keeping busy. Uh, my question is to learn something new every day, but uh, as I said before, it's always having something to look forward to or planning for the future. There we go. Learning something new and looking forward to something in the future. You bet. I love it. 
Well, let's talk a little bit about your dreams and goals. Now, I know that you have already started a company, launched it, sold it. That is most people's kind of dream lifestyle. Like that's what they're going for. So you've already accomplished what a lot of people uh, really want to. So what is the vision for your life going forward? Um, vision for my life, you mean after selling the business, um, basically to be, to be happy. And, um, if, you know, people know who have their own business. It's not all plain sailing. It's not good all the time. There are challenges. There will always be challenges when you have a business. We overcome them all, basically. And we had the business for about 15 years. So what we did to... Um, we didn't set out to think we're going to start a business and we're going to make it successful. Then we're going to retire. We never had that in our brain cells. We just started it because we didn't want to work for a large company or uh, to be employed by someone else. So we started this business to go into a market where we thought there was a need for a product we had in our brain cells. Um, but we, we did okay in North America, but then we branched out internationally. And that really was the key for us to go into international markets. And I, of course, landed up on the road a lot. And I learned about foreign cultures so I could do, better do business in these lands. We eventually sold product into over 70 countries. And we had a quite a sizable workforce. So it became attractive for an acquisition. And that's exactly what happened. Um, so that happened. And But what keeps me happy is um, uh, the quest to learn how the rest of the world works or meeting people from far off distant lands, learning about foreign cultures. And, uh, you know, I've been living in the States a long time, been living in Britain a long time, but it's good to learn how the rest of the world functions on a day-to-day -day basis. It's enlightening for me. And there's some beautiful places in planet earth that I keep telling people, you know, we live in a great place in the U S but there's some beautiful places out there in the world. It's worth seeing, believe me. And I write about it as well. I've written five books in my life, but I, I keep notes um, as I go along. I keep pictures and videos. So that's pretty much it. Um, you know, I've got a busy year coming up. Depends on the what pandemic situation, but I've got, you know, big plans for this year. So uh, the story continues. Tell us about some of the most beautiful places you've been and some of the most unique experiences you've had. Uh, most beautiful places. There's a lot, actually, um, I, I've experienced a unique experience. Probably the most unique experience is when I went to the country of Bhutan. Now, when I told friends and family I was going to Bhutan, they said, what is it? I said, it's a country. <laughs> it's landlocked. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a true statement, actually. But um, the reason I went there is to be able to, uh, well, obviously to... to uh, sort of mixed with the locals there. The place has been cut off for centuries. It's just starting to come around now, the 21st century, but at their own pace. But they're a very happy country. They're happy the way they live. But I went there and climbed up to Tiger's Nest Monastery, which is about 10,300 feet up on the side of a cliff. Just Google that. You'll see a picture of it. And you say, well, how the hell did they build that? Well, you can do it. You can actually climb up to it. And I did that. Unbelievable place, great country, people are happy and just they're very contented with their way of life. Some of the most beautiful spots I've seen, um, you know, I've, I've seen the Grand Canyon, of course, great, unbelievable site, but uh, I trekked the Himalayas mm. uh, because I was, I trekked the Himalayas and you can't believe the scenery 
very high up on the side of a mountain and just trekking through the uh, that region on the planet Earth. I did that in the country in Nepal. Unbelievable scenery and it takes your breath away. So Mong- Mongolia was another place. Scenery in Mongolia, it looks like what I would think Mars to be looked like, the planet Mars. No other place like it on the planet scenery there. And these are just places of outstanding beauty that, that wow, it's, I'm so glad I got to see this stuff, you know? And there's more out there, you know? Story continues. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that you're traveling in to experience things that really take your breath away. Do you, uh, there's a quote about that. I'm forgetting what the quote is. It's like, life is not um, the amount of moments you have, but it's like the amount of moments that take your breath away or something like that. I just butchered that quote, but... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's why there's lots of statements like of all the books ever written, the best stories are told between the pages of the passport. There's another one for you, and yeah. it's a very true statement, you know. Yeah, yep. absolutely. I love that. I love that. Well, awesome. Um, I guess our next question, I think it could apply to you. If there are one or two people you can meet right now that would help you really take the next step towards, like furthering the happiness in your life or making sure that it is sustainable and continual. Is there a person out there like that? It can be a specific person or a type of person. Gee, question. Out of all the people on the planet earth right now, if I had to meet one, it probably would be the Dalai Lama. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, based on what he stands for and um, I can't think of who else right now. Um, Maybe the Queen of England before she passes on, but that's that's pretty much it. Don't think too much about that. But uh, if th- those are probably the two people, yes. Gotcha, Dalai Lama and Queen of England. Why the? What would you ask the Dalai Lama? I would probably ask the Dalai Lama if I met him now. I would probably say, "So, so, Your Highness, what do you think of the state of the world right now, and how can we fix it?" And he would probably have an answer. It may not be possible to do that, but you know, you don't understand what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's your answer to the question? Yeah. Um, what else would I ask? Um, sorry, I just I kind of skipped past that. What's your answer to that question? Uh, what do you think of the state of the world right now and how can we fix it? Well, I don't know. I don't know that answer. How would he answer it? I, I don't know. But if I had to answer it, I said, you know what, based on what I've learned about countries in the world, I've been to 108. And I said, we need to talk to each other. You know, we live in the great country of the United States and my relatives live in England. And we're not the best at everything in the world. You know, if you look at all the world indexes out there, there's some countries do, do things a little bit better than we do here. And it happens all over the world. We could all learn a little bit from each other. You know, right? So there ought to be more conversation uh, between or dialogues between all the countries of the world. We could all learn from each other. The world would be a lot better place, a more peaceful place, of course. And uh, that's just my view on it. I think that is a darn good view. And I love the simplicity of it. It's it's just sounds simple, but actually putting it into practice is like, <laughs> very complex. It's not going to happen, right? It's just yeah. 
yeah, if we could all learn a little from each other. You know, you'll even look at Scandinavia and uh, they're the highest on the, the uh, quality of life index, human development index, uh, the most peaceful country, the uh, best healthcare. And we could all learn a little by communicating with these countries. How do you do it? Just that, that's just an example, you know, and um, it goes on and on and on, you know. The Asian countries have some of the highest IQ countries in the world. And uh, I wonder why. So uh, that's just a few few examples. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Somebody should start that podcast, get uh, leaders of countries kind of dialoguing on their podcast. Can you imagine that? <laughs> that would be so cool. Yeah, hey. I don't know how, what, there'd probably be a language ballot barrier and a culture difference because... That's what true. do you mean by that? You know, there, there's that going on. But they would need translators. But it sounds, well, if it was possible, anything's possible, then uh, that would be a cool thing to uh, set up, wouldn't it? That would yeah. be a really cool thing. It would be a really hard thing to kind of handle practically just one, their schedules, two, like country rivalries and stuff like country conflict and stuff like that. But then also the language barrier, just so many. That, But it would be cool. <laughs> Especially what's going on, you know, right now, especially with the news with the Ukraine. Funny, I was in Kiev in the Ukraine just in September, believe it or not. <laughs> it was a bit edgy, but people are, are super friendly. The buildings there are just beautiful. It's a great place to see. And all of a sudden, there's all this news about Ukraine. It doesn't have to happen that way, does it? Why can't we just have a peaceful solution? But, you know, there's, there's a couple of things that are dangerous in the world and, uh, one is the need for power. The other is ego. And uh, if we get rid of those things, it may be a better place. That's my personal view. Talk to us a little bit about on an individual level, because, you know, we can't get rid of the ego of society. But for our listeners who are struggling with ego, such as myself, what would you say to them? To, to about the current situation, you mean? Um, just for them personally, getting their ego out of their life as much as possible. To, to get their ego, I would just, um, to get their ego out of their life. Or deal with it in a more healthy way or not be yeah, controlled by I it. I would um, think education is, is always been the key for me. And when you look at, ego is a dangerous thing, but then you look at countries that aren't financially um better off than we are here but they are generally happy my view is what i mentioned before is read about the cultures of countries around the world and there's some bad places of course there's some dangerous places and places you wouldn't go to but there are some wonderful places and people um get along in a lot of these places we wouldn't think of i was high up in the himalaya mountains staying at a mountain village and there's people living there, a few thousand people in this small village. The children go to school in school uniform. They're what? But people will live there for the rest of their lives. You know why? Because they're happy. They don't, don't need the big city. They're happy there. There must be a reason for it. Um, Close-knit society, but they're very welcoming. I would just tend to uh, persuade people. I said, look, we live in our world today. Learn a little bit about how the world lives. Look at the happiness index. Well, what's the top of the what's the happiest country in the world today? Well, it happens to be Finland. I wonder why. So take a look. They're most uh, 
they're top of the good country index as well. And they're very eco-conscious. Maybe there's something in that. But uh, at the end of the day, it's education. Learn how the rest of the world works and uh, have an appreciation for it and um, find out what they do. I hope that's, that's my take on it anyway. I love that. I love that. I really love it because it's so easy to really get uh, tunnel vision on what your goals are. Like, I'm really entrepreneurial, really business focused right now, young guy, but it's yeah. like, like what you said about Finland being the happiest country in the world. Like, it wasn't even on my radar to like study no. that, but happiness is also an issue in my life, you know? And it's like, but that's not, it's just so like having an open mind educating yourself, consistently talking to people who aren't in your normal circles, I think it's just key to life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like think outside the box, so to speak. Oh, overused term, but you know what I mean there. Yeah. Well, hey, congratulations on the business, by the way. Um, glad you're doing well there. Thank you. Excellent. It's that time in your life. You're, you're a lot younger than me, of course. So, uh, you know, you're, you're going through that entrepreneurial stage and uh, I, I wish you the best of luck. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, awesome. Let's jump into our thriving three now. Our first question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Outside of this podcast, of course. Outside of this podcast. <laughs> I've done a lot. I did one for um, a couple of radio stations in the UK. Uh, what was it? I did one for Straight and Unfiltered here in New York. That was a good one. Josh Bolton Show, Travel Bubble. Um Inspire Radio was a good one. They've been sort of purchased since and taken over. Inspire Radio was a good one. Um, so, so that, uh, that those are the ones I've been a guest on, by the way. Uh, yeah. Just to let you know, I had Josh Bolton on my show not too long ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Um, as far as you've mentioned, best movie I've seen. Did you? you yeah. Know that, yeah. Oh, this is going to sound really weird to you. Um, there's two movies that come to the top of the list. Probably my favorite movie of all the time is Apocalypse Now. Okay. Got to explain that one. I, I, yeah, well, um, it's all about you join that time of the war there and they're, they're sailing down the Nong River. I've actually been down in that part of the world myself, you know, and I related to that uh, being in that area of the world. And I I just like the, the, uh, the movie, the scenery, the acting was... Uh, brilliant and uh, I could picture myself in that type of environment sounds weird and the other one is 2001 a space odyssey which is really strange because it could be classed as you know, probably one of the most boring movies but the very little dialogue but the music's there Johann Strauss music um, the blue Danube waltz and uh, it's just so relaxing watching that I'm not really a movie buff I can tell you that uh, but I'm more old school when it comes to that. I try not to watch too much news on TV because it tends to be depressing. Um, I rather watch, uh, I'll watch a YouTube video. Um, for example, I'm in August, if all goes to plan, I'm going to the country of Namibia. It's the oldest desert in the world. I'm going to hang out there for a week and a half in the middle of nowhere. And I watch videos of that. So I can learn what I'm going to be uh, visiting. Um, so, so that's pretty much, so those are probably my, are my favorite movies. Shawshank Redemption was great also. Uh, but yeah, that's it. There we go. Um, I know you mentioned the news 
being kind of negative and not the happiest thing in the world, there is this thing called the Good News Network. I actually interviewed the founder of the Good News Network. and Really? Yes. I, I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. They're really trying to get the name out there for the last couple of years. They've been setting it up in a way to where, yeah. you know, getting their systems right, making sure they can put it out consistently and yeah. stuff. But yeah, the Good News Network. Um, I can't I'll, remember I'll which Google that. But yeah, you should. And I can shoot you over the information. Um, yeah, do that. Yeah, that'd be good. Not right after. Yeah. I like, I, there's always going to be bad news, but I like good news and more bad news or pressing news. But yeah, all right. I'll, I'll give that a go for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I, it's just always nice to plug the Good News Network. Yeah, I, I, I know. It's, it's good. I like watching National Geographic and uh, the Curiosity uh, stream as well. Those like nature programs I, I, I like doing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you have a favorite book? I know the audience loves book recommendations. Really, I love book recommendations, but who doesn't? Well, I won't mention mine, but uh, books I've read. I Actually, I got a kick out of Bill Bryson's book. He's a traveler, but he's got a quirky side to him. Excuse me, my headphones are a bit uh, quirky here. Um, favorite books? Um, I don't read, uh, I don't read, never read fiction books, by the way. Um, for, for whatever reason, but I read more factual, um, uh, uh, sorry, factual books, yeah. Um, if it's, I subscribe to National Geographic magazine, um, I'd read it online as well, International Living yeah, magazine, um, travel magazines. Um, favorite book, difficult to say. I don't think I have a specific one that, comes to mind maybe the book that you gifted uh, uh, biographies autobiographies um i read the life of jimmy page and uh keith richards for example enjoy that yeah things like that there we go awesome well what is one way that you like to take care of yourself well uh today i went out for an hour's walk around the neighborhood i'm trying to keep fit but, um so I do try to get some good exercise in wherever I go, um, if I can. Um, I try and eat well. Uh, you know, my, my wife, sometimes we go through a phase where we, we just binge on bad food, but we're like tonight, we're just going to be in some decent food. So I'm careful what I eat. Um, I try and take care of myself and exercise a little. Um, I try not to get stressed out too much. That, there's always going to be worry and some concern out there. And uh, just keep my myself psychologically healthy as much as possible. Again, always having that that thought of something to look forward to in life. You know, psychologically, that's uh, that's heartwarming to me. So uh, I do my best physically. I'm an old geezer now, whereas that's what we would say in England. Uh, but I try and keep myself um, as healthy as possible under the circumstances. Yeah, absolutely love it. And what's one action step that you can take right now to either meet the Dalai Lama or meet the Queen of England? What would be the top on my list? What's um, one action step? Yeah, top action step. Well, if I was to, I, it, it's not going to happen either. I don't know what I would do to help the situation, but uh, number one would have to meet, meet the Queen of England first because she's getting on to be 100 years of old, 100 years of age. She's not going to be around for much longer. I could send her an email. I don't know her email address. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just have to put something out there on Twitter or 
or whatever and say, hey, Queen, can I uh, come over for afternoon tea one day? I don't know. You know, it was, it, there's not much I can do about that. The Dalai Lama, of course, lives in India now. Um, so, it, but to, you know, I just do the best I can um, the way I'm going. And uh, if I bump into a few people on the way, that's fine. I, mean, I remember being in uh, Moscow many years ago. I just did a, a, a podcast about that. I was in Moscow during the breakup of the Soviet Union and I bumped into, bumped into the band, the Scorpions there. They just played the area there. So that was quite cool. But, you know, you know it's, that's what I do. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Okay. I got a couple more questions for you. Yeah. So you know how there are people on the planet who have that really fixed mindset they're not willing to accept help and they're not willing to accept change. Sometimes they'll live their whole life like that. And sometimes they'll die like that. Unfortunately, other times they'll make the switch to more of a growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes them to make that switch from fixed mindset to growth mindset? What would cause it is probably an incident along the way that's uh, because their mindset has caused it and they've gone through a bad phase or, or something like that. Uh, you, you could relate that to, to people who are against having the vaccine. I don't know, but um, you know, I, I don't really know how to answer that, uh, but I think you've always got to be open um, to learn a little bit more, listen to other people and uh, don't shut yourself off, you know, um, I know a lot of people uh, who are very stuck in their ways. You know, that's the way they've been brought up. They will not change, you know. Yeah. Um, and for me to say, well, you know, I, I, I can tell them what I've done in the past and uh, what I did for business and what I learned about, what, uh, about a different place on the planet. And it helps a little. And then, well, maybe one day, but it's difficult, you know. That, where I live, um, there's a lot of people who, even in the English countryside, there's people who are born and raised in small communities and they just basically stay in that community all the days. Now, if they're happy, fair enough. But if they're not happy, they probably need to just make a decision to do something dramatic. You know, I said to my, my son, my son's, you know, in, in his late 20s, 30s now, I always said to him, he's a bit bored where he is. He's in Wisconsin. I said, yeah, I got a great idea go and teach overseas somewhere, go to Thailand and do some English teaching. He said, ah, well, ah difficult thing. It's doable. Just do it. You know, it'll be the best thing you did in your life. Right. Yeah. Learn about the culture and you've been doing something productive. So there's always possibilities out there. Just open your mind and uh, you never know what might come by or look at, um, I don't know, look at the TV, Google something. Um, get focused. I, I don't know. I really don't know the answer to that, but I do know people who are stuck in a rut. Yeah. Yeah. It's the reason I asked the question because nobody really knows the answer of like how to produce that catalyst and help people change. Cause honestly, it's just comes down to their own decision. They have to make a, make, make a dumb. I, I said to my son, I said, look, I'll take you over to Thailand with me. Come with me and just take a, get a taste of what it's like into another place. Just get out of the box. He said, oh, okay, I may, because yeah, it hasn't happened. Um, but again, um, you know, people, people are like that. You can at least try. We can, we can at least try and persuade people to 
to, to do something different. And it's like, you'll know this, it's when, when I started a business with a, with a partner of mine, we decided, the reason we started a business is we thought we could develop a product that was a little bit better than the product our current company had and they weren't going to invest much more money in it. They had other interests. So we thought we could go off and not do a better version of this product. And that's exactly what we did. And that was, you know, went through hard times. It was struggled financially, but we came through in the end determination and uh, the quest to succeed. So you got to want to do it at the end of the day, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, awesome. Our last question is going to be about consistency. Tell us about how important consistency has been in your life. And then for those of us who want to be more consistent, talk to us about how we can become more consistent in our life. Um, I think you learn it as you go, because the, the idea is, especially in businesses, you're going to have down times, you're going to have bad times, you're going to make mistakes. The more you recover from this situation, the more you learn. And to the point where nothing bothers you anymore. How bad can it get? Well, it, it, you know, I've been in bad situations. I've been to bad places, always got out of them. And I'm still alive today to, to talk about it. Um, but you've got to be focused. You've got to be really determined, get your eyes fixed on something, whether you want to be successful in business or at least do the best you can, or you want to travel somewhere, or you want to go in and get a master's degree, whatever you want get focused and get it done, you know, uh, rather than, uh, or speak to people about it um, as much as possible. But I think just get the, the bad things out of your head. Well, the people saying, well, oh, there's no point. I can't do anything about the situation I'm in right now. Well, of course you can, you know, I would just keep at it. And uh, if you're able to get the bad things out of your brain cells and uh, get past it, then you should be in good shape. There we go. Couldn't agree more. Get focused, get it done. Get it done, yeah. And uh, there'll be bad things in the way, obstacles in the way. you just got to overcome. And the more you overcome, the stronger you get. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, Malcolm, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Um, no, not really. If um, Based on my travels, if you, you want to know more about what I've done or what I do now, you can check me out on my website. It's malcolmjteasdale.com. I've got another website called travelingenglishman.com, which is just advertise my books, actually. But if you look at malcolmjteasdale.com, you, you get to see what I do or what I've done, where I've been, and uh, what I do for presentations on, on cruise ships or public speaking, and um, some videos and pictures are up there as well. That's what I enjoy doing. And if you get any inspiration for the videos that are on my website, thinking, God, I've got to do that. That looks great. Then at least it's something. So I would tend to say, take a look there. And, um, you know, maybe it'll give you some, some ideas. It's a beautiful world out there. And I would say, get focused, um, travel a little bit, get out there. Doesn't matter where you go in the world, obscure place or not. Don't have any regrets when you're lying on your deathbed. They're getting ready to pull the plug, right? You don't want that, all right? Do what you can today. Enjoy life as much as possible. Have no regrets. There we go. Well, Malcolm, thank you so much for coming on the show. 
Well, thanks, Timothy, for having me. Appreciate it. Take care. Of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Malcolm had to say, the ways to reach out to him will be in the show notes. Make sure to go grab his books. If you loved his travels, you loved his wisdom, grab his books, share his books, share what he's doing. And as we always ask, send this podcast to one in three people you know need to hear this message. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.